Hey friends. Hi. Oh my goodness. It's so great to have you guys here. I'm so excited. This is our very first episode. My name is Brittany Noltemeyer and I'm with Insta Dance Coach. Insta Dance Coach is a mentoring program to help guide students toward a professional dance career. And that's why I started this podcast. The goal of my podcast is to provide information so you can make an educated decision and choose the right college for you. Through interviews and lectures, we get to go on the inside and speak to deans, professors, and past students. Together, we will learn about different dance degrees, how to prepare for a college audition, advice from the professors, and what type of career you may achieve by receiving your degree in dance. Like I said, my name is Brittany Noltemeyer with Insta Dance Coach, and if you have any questions throughout this process, feel free to reach out to me at my website, instadancecoach.com, that's I-N-S-T-A, dancecoach.com, or you can find me on social media at Insta Dance Coach. Grab your pencil and paper, and let's catch the inside scoop with one of the professors at the University of North Carolina School of the Arts, Miss Brenda Daniels. I'm the associate dean, so actually I help run both the ballet and the contemporary side of things, but I am a contemporary teacher here in the school as well. I teach Cunningham-based technique, and I choreograph, and I teach composition and dance history, so I do a lot here at the school. Wonderful. And she's received many awards, the C-First Award for Teaching Excellence at Cornish College, and a couple awards from UNCSA, University of North Carolina School of the Arts. And now she's the associate dean. You can get a, your BFA and only your BFA, not a BA, right? We only offer a BFA and students can major in either classical ballet or contemporary dance. And each major has classes in the other discipline, but you do have to pick one of those two majors. And do you take technique classes every day? There's technique class every day. Um, each major has a 90-minute technique class every day. Most days, contemporary will have a ballet class in the afternoon. Ballet majors will have a contemporary class in the afternoon. Dancers are yeah. generally dancing five to seven hours a day here. Good long day of dance. It's good. It's a long day of dance. We do a lot of perform performances. Um, mm -hmm. We do, um, I'll just quickly go through our year of performance. We start out the year with a fall dance concert, sure. which is for contemporary majors only. And that's faculty and guest work. And that's done in our, we have a beautiful small theater right here in the dance building called the DeMille, Agnes DeMille Theater. Meanwhile, our ballet majors are gearing up. We do a huge nutcracker every year, choreography by Ethan Stiefel, who was uh, a previous dean of the program. Yes. And this production is done in our opera house that the school owns in downtown Winston-Salem. It's done with the full school orchestra amazing sets and costumes, and we do 14 performances for the public. Oh, wow. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's, it's a great show. And then we do a winter dance and a spring dance concert in the spring semester. Those are also done in our opera house, and they're mixed repertory. So there'll be two ballet pieces, there'll be two contemporary pieces, and it's a mix of classical, balanchine, cutting-edge choreographers, classical modern works, so just to give the students uh, a nice taste of different styles that they may need when they get out in the world or didn't think that they needed, but here it is. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to say that I get this question a lot. Can, can a student double major here? 
They cannot. Mm -hmm. Um, We're a conservatory, which means that we have a school of dance, drama, music, film, and design and production. Mm -hmm. And then there's a division of liberal arts that supports all the art schools. So we don't have history majors or English majors or math majors. There's only the arts majors who take academic classes. Um, We do have a minor and a lot of dancers take advantage of the minor. It's a, it's an arts entrepreneur minor. Oh, so with just doing a couple of extra classes, they, they can get a minor if they're interested in starting their own studio or coming up with a great internet idea. Mm-hmm. They'll get, they'll get training in those business side of things, which is really important in today's environment. Yes, it absolutely is. Okay, that's that's very interesting. So with the conservatory, does that mean something different for their degree at the end? Because they're still receiving a BFA, but down the road, if they choose to go back and get their MFA, how does that affect future school goals? It's, it's complicated. Um, a BFA, Bachelor of Fine Arts, generally has about 75% of the credits are the, are the major, the arts credits, and about 25% are the academic classes. Mm-hmm. A BA is about half and half. So it's just a different proportion of your credits and your time. And with a BFA, you spend more time dancing than you would in yes. a BA program. And generally, an MFA program, MFA programs will take students that have a BFA and sometimes that have a BA. It depends on the MFA program. But no MFA program I know of would turn down a student that has a BFA. It's usually that that's how it goes. Yes. And okay. not everybody gets their master's right after college. Right. I didn't get mine until I was 45. Mm-hmm. I went back to school much later and did a low residency program that was, that was really great to do at an older age. Okay. But it depends on the student. Okay. So I guess uh, some schools are very you know, dance heavy anyway. So they say they're a conservatory type school, whereas you're an actual conservatory. I guess I can't, I've been trying to figure out the fine line and how that would affect someone's choices. Well, there can be a conservatory that does not give any degree. Oh. You can go to, you know, the Kirov Conservatory and get conservatory training, but it might not end up with a degree, a piece of paper. Okay. We are an accredited, we are an accredited college as part of the University of North Carolina system. Yes. So a student is getting that high level professional conservatory training here, Mm -hmm. but after four years, they end up with that college degree. Okay. Wonderful. Does that make sense? Yes, 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 it does. So at UNCSA, you guys prepare students to become dancers in companies. Is that correct? Right. The, The mission of the school really is to train dancers at the youngest age possible for careers in the performing arts. That's our mission. Now we've had alums go through the program and now they're dancing in New York City Ballet and American Ballet Theater and Martha Graham and all those top companies. But we also have alums that were on Broadway or became a Rockette or danced in Cirque du Soleil or went to Disney on a cruise ship, opened their own studio, started to choreograph, became filmmakers became lawyers, became doctors. So, it, you know, not everybody stays with dance their whole entire life. Right. As you know, it's, it's a youth-oriented profession. Mm-hmm. So I think having, having an education, having a college degree can never hurt 
going going on in life with no matter what you're going to do. And a lot of companies nowadays, back you know, back when I was in school, it was unusual for a ballet dancer to have a college degree. They yes. tended to go right from high school into a company, and some of them didn't even finish high school. But wow. now it's changed. It's changed considerably. I think that a lot of companies are taking older dancers and more mature dancers because they want to see that they are not, you know, going to just, you know, be flighty or flip out and that they've done a four-year program, especially if they're, you know, been trained really well. I can't imagine a company would not want a student like that. And we've had very good success in placing our high school and our college graduates into companies. But going into a company, you know, there's many, many more dancers wanting those jobs than there are those jobs. Absolutely. So the other things that we do and you know, our college students study pedagogy and they study business and they study music for dance and they do a little teaching. And, you know, I think that those kind of skills, they, they, they have to choreograph. Um, not everybody's going to be a choreographer, but having some of those skills, you never know if that's something that you might be doing someday as well as teaching. Yeah, it's very important. You know, and just the, the academic side of things, being able to um, comprehend what you're reading, being able to write well, being able to articulate in your speech. Those come in handy and dancers are so disciplined and their work ethic is so strong that all of those skills, there's no employer in any field that wouldn't want a worker that brings what a dancer has to the table. So I get that question a lot from parents. What are they going to be able to do with a dance degree? if the dance, if the company job doesn't work out? And the answer to that question is there's many, many different things that they can do. Right. Just wherever their path leads them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So as you were talking about when, when you were younger, people didn't always go to college right away. But now that you see the very talented high school dancers you have and the college program, are you highly encouraging these incredible ballerinas to still go to college or is it like a, maybe you should take a couple of years and go try to be in that company and then go back to school? It really depends. It depends on the student. Mm -hmm. We have a handful of students that it's clear that they're going to be in a major company when they graduate from high school. Mm -hmm. That's been their trajectory. They've gone to the Prix de Lausanne. They win top honors at the Youth America Grand Prix. They've been training for this since they were three years old. Mm -hmm. They have the body. They have the talent. There are very, very few students like that. Yes. The majority of students, when they're ready to leave high school, some of them may audition for companies and get a job. Some may not. Some do both. They, they do college auditions and audition for companies just to kind of see what's out there and give themselves a plan B. Yes. Um, so, again, it, it is re- very dependent on the student themselves. Okay. I, I like that answer. That's really good information. Awesome. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add that we can't get from the website or something you think is really special about UNCSA? I've worked at UNCSA. I'm going to be starting my 26th year. Ah. I know. I've been here a lot. It's, it's flown by. I never thought I would move to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm from New Jersey and have my career in New York City and could not imagine ever staying here. But once I came here... I just fell in love with the school. It's a unique environment. The high school combined with the college, the faculty are so top-notch. 
The facilities are wonderful. It's a, it's a small school. It's an intimate school. Um, the other arts conservatories here are equally as well regarded in the field. And all of our students get tickets to all the music concerts, all the drama plays and musicals and all the film screenings. So going to see all those other performances and, and artworks, you really get a very big arts education here, not just in dance, but in all of the arts. Right. And from my daughter, knowing her experience here at the school, as well as what I see through my students, they, they just love and support each other. It is not a competitive environment. It's a very loving and supportive environment. And that, that makes it special as well. And every single person that works here from the people behind the line in the cafeteria to the guy cutting the grass to the housekeepers that keep the studios clean. They're here for one reason, which is to support the dreams of, of the artists, citizens who are our students. And so you'll see all those people at every performance. And it's, it's a unique and wonderful environment. And most people who come to work here never leave. There's very, very little turnover in the faculty, both dance and academic here, because it is such a special place. But we're not the only special place. Of course. And this is the advice I give to our high school students is there, there are so many special places. Not every school is the right fit for every student. It's just important to find that right fit for you. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do one piece of advice before we go. Okay. So if you have a piece of advice for an incoming freshman at their first college audition... I would say in an audition situation that it's it's best to be yourself. You don't want to put on a fake persona. You know, if, you, if you're not a naturally kind of uh, out there kind of person, you know, it's not the time to try on an, a brand new, um, you know, way of being. The, the faculty really want to see your authentic self. That being said, you also have to be seen. You don't want to hide behind other people or just, you know, shrink on the bar. Or, or stand with your arms folded, not looking interested in what's going on. Just really watch your, watch your body language and your, your face. Yes. Having an open mind and an open face. And just uh, we can see the students that are interested in what we have to do and say. So that, that's just, you know, it's not being a fake you. It's just being the most interested you in what that person in front of you is asking of you. And if you put that forward, I think that students will have a much better audition experience. Awesome. Ooh, I have one more. Is that okay? Fine. So going yeah. back a little bit to admissions, if a student is applying to the school and they ha there are requirements, their ACT and their SAT scores, like they have to have a 17 or an 880, if they do not have that, would you say don't even try auditioning or would they not be allowed into the school of dance if they cannot get into the school? Could, could you fight for them? There's a, there's a lot of different answers to that question, actually. Our minimum SAT or ACT and grade point average is very generous. It's, it's, it's not exclusionary. We want the talented artists, some of whom are not good test takers. We know that. So it would have to be a pretty special scenario and I would need all kinds of supporting documentation as to, you know, why the tests were so low or the grade point average, are there extenuating circumstances? 
Okay. So by and large, I would say if you don't meet the minimum, okay, it might be possible. Yeah. But maybe just try to take your test again. There you go. Well, it was such a pleasure talking to you. I came to the high school program two summers. Very nice. Like a while back. And I loved it. Obviously, I came back a second time. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. And thank you for doing this. This is a, It's a great service, what you do. Thank you. I think it's really exciting. I love getting to talk to you and learning about your side of things. And I think it's going to be really valuable for any listener. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. That was Brenda Daniels from UNCSA. That's it for today, guys. That's a lot of information for you to start thinking about when you're looking for your dance college. Look at the degrees, look at the faculty, and look at what type of future you could possibly receive from that education. Good luck in your college search, and I'll see you next week. We learned a lot about the school, but if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out to me on my website, instadancecoach.com. That's I-N-S-T-A dancecoach.com. Catch you on the inside. All right,